Luton Life, brought to you by the Mall Luton. This is the place to come if you want to lift the lid on the real life of Luton, weaving colour through everyday life in Luton. Here's the Mall Luton Sophie Solaria. Hi, I'm Sophie and welcome to another episode of Luton Life, the podcast that highlights some of the amazing pockets of Luton. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to the Level Trust. The Level Trust is a charity whose aim is to help families overcome the costs of education so that all children in Luton have the chance to love learning in the same way as anybody else. Because when a child lives in poverty, they can feel different and hopeless about their future. So the Level Trust is on a mission to change that. I went to meet some of the wonderful people at the charity at their base on the gallery level of the Mall Luton. There I was greeted by Jane Malcolm, the chief executive of the charity, and she told me a little bit about her role. So I get to lead this amazing bunch of people to support nearly 5,000 children and families across our town every year. And leading such an amazing group of people is an absolute privilege and a pleasure. From the moment I met Jane, I could see how passionately she felt about the organisation, and I'm not surprised why. Their work was so, so important. Level Trust helps children have what they need to love learning, and we do that in so many different ways by providing children with the resources they need to engage in school, Uh, by giving them the opportunities they need to be able to learn all the skills that you need to flourish in life. And we do a lot to support schools as well, because schools have a massive, massive job, really, of educating the next generation. They can't do that on their own. They need community involvement, and we're very much part of that. Why do you think it's important for Luton particularly? So Luton um, has nearly 50% of their children live in relative poverty and that means that really nearly the majority of children in our town are coming from some sort of disadvantage. 50% 50% Jane? Yeah, it's, it, so before the pandemic it was 47%. Oh my goodness. And we know that that has increased as a result of what's happened during the pandemic. We rely, we rely on the airport for jobs and that's been hugely impacted. So Luton has been disproportionately impacted by the pandemic. That figure, that figure completely threw me. Nearly 50% of children who were living in Luton were living in poverty. That's nearly 30,000 children. What does that look like when you say they're living in relative poverty? Can you substantiate that? Yeah, so relative poverty currently is uh, described as having 60% less than the average income. And in Luton, that works out at about £12,000 a year to live off for your family. You're really trying to, to cope with very little. People say that we have northern income levels but southern expenditure levels because our house prices are quite high and so people are left with very little to actually work with for a monthly budget once they've paid their housing costs. So how does this affect the children? Well if your parents can't afford basic things like school uniform or bus travel to get to school or even food, which is becoming more and more of a problem. I know our food bank have been absolutely inundated, had the highest levels of need over the last year. Then you're going to 
struggle to thrive as a child because you need good food, you need good clothing, you need access to things and if you can't afford that you don't have it. Um, I know children who live in one room with the, their whole family because that's all the family can afford and they, they struggle for, for basic necessities. Children living in one room with their family are going to be affected by mental health issues. I have two small children, I love them dearly, but if I was stuck in one room with them all the time, I would struggle with mental health issues. So there's a huge amount of disadvantage that children experience. How does Level Trust help that? We try and give children as many resources as we possibly can so that they can engage alongside all their peers who have those resources. So that includes we have a free school uniform shop, which I'll show you in a minute. Uh, we've got a free resource shop, which provides loads of games and toys and educational resources, coats, free shoes. I'll show you that as well. Um, and we also provide opportunities for fun and educational activities in the school holidays and free breakfast, lunch, transport. We, you know, we even give children clothing so they've got something to wear during the week and they do the most amazing things. You can see why I'm highlighting this charity, right? Because when money is tight at home, the children suffer in all areas of their life. They may not have the right uniform or the right equipment that they need for school, so their education suffers. They're unlikely to be able to do fun things in the summer holidays, which can impact their mental health and self-esteem. So to hear there are people out there who noticed this and then wanted to help to prevent a child from feeling different, feeling hopeless, it was totally invaluable and I wanted to see more. just literally been cleared out by the team this week because it's going to become a free resource shop for children. What's a resource shop? Anything that a child needs for learning and development at home. So craft materials, we've got almost a library of books, loads of games, anything that's gonna sort of help them with their learning at home. Who gives you all that stuff? That's all been donated by the community. So we've had um, just individuals donating. We've had companies like EasyJet donating. Loads of just different, different uh, community organisations. I think we should just take a second to describe the location of this huge shop. So we're at the top of the mall, right next to the um, offices and also across the road from... Is that Robbie's? Robbie's is a lot is is our neighbour, yeah, and so we always go and have our lunch in there. They're absolutely brilliant, and it really is a beautiful space. It's airy and quite large. This place is going to function like any shop. We're going to set it up. We need to sort of move some of the furniture around and do a little bit of decorating, but it will be free. So children, when they come to the counter, they won't pay. They will just take away what they need for free. But will you have vouchers or how do you know that that person needs needs it, if you, if you like? Yeah, so we have um, a referral system set up with all our local schools and community groups and they give... Uh, children a gift card that they can come and spend in the shop and that's all free that we give to those schools that's so lovely well I really look forward to seeing what this shop will look like I can imagine it's going to be a cross between WH Smith's and Wilco yeah <laughs> yes it will shop one done it was time to move on to shop two 
I have to find the lights in here because they are in a little cupboard that is in a cupboard. I'm going to have a look around while you find the lights. Yeah. This is a second huge room next door to what will be the stationery and resource shop. This is a toy shop, essentially. We've got all the games in the world, Kaplunk there and Top Trumps, Guess Who, all my favourite games. What's this? Is this the game store? <laughs> well, this is the game section. Sam, who runs the shop, is incredibly organised, which I'm very grateful for. But we had a family in here yesterday. They were let loose on the shelves and they just chose what, what they wanted and were so excited and were able to take it home. We also do loads of free coats. Uh, again, these are donated from the community. Um, all really good quality, lovely, lovely coats these are. And there's a whole book section here as well with all the rolled dolls. This is just the best. It's like a and library. And the Famous Five, which oh, brilliant. I used to love as a kid. So how generous are the community? Because I'm feeling you're going to say very. Well, we couldn't run this without... This is a community project for the community. This is the community. Um, and I think the Luton community is incredibly generous. You know, we get a lot of bad press, but actually oh, the, the generosity of this town is quite outstanding. And, you know, the mall have given us this space sort of in addition to the other spaces that we've got to use while we get this project set up and running. And, you know, their support of us and what we do, again, we couldn't do it without them. Uh, so we're incredibly grateful. So they literally have given you this space? The mall have gifted us this space space while we get ourselves set up so that they can support our work and make sure that more families get help. The Mall Luton had clearly seen the need for the Level Trust's good work to continue by supporting and helping them in this way. And where better than the Mall Luton to house their shops? You know, traditionally people moan about their landlords, don't they? But it's the absolute opposite for us. We could not have landed it better, actually, by moving into the mall. And it's not just the space that they give us. You get a huge amount of support by being in here. Um, they have security teams and health and safety teams that have helped us to really make sure that we're running this really, really well. They volunteer for us quite regularly to help set things up you know dog's body work we call it that we have these days where we've got to shift everything there or move everything here and they're often so willing to help with those sorts of things oh that's so nice to hear and what i think is brilliant is you can say to families pop along to the mall we're on the first floor and people know where you're talking about exactly it's a central location people feel safe coming here yeah, it's, it's really easy for families to find. And we love being on this um, first floor as well because uh, we've got Robbie's, we've got Greenfields and there's a, a nice community feel up here which I think the families appreciate. It was time to see some more. It was time to see the uniform stockroom. And we're just walking along to the the other end. This is so the other side of Robbie's, and this is our stock room for all our uniforms. Oh wow! And there's about 73 schools in Luton, and we stock the uniform for all of those schools. The uniform exchange is a huge part of the Level Trust, and a hugely important part of helping families out of poverty too. The cost of a full uniform can reach into the hundreds and we all know how fast children grow out of their clothes. So that's a lot of money and a lot of surplus uniforms. What better way to use that than to donate it to others? It looks brand new. 
that's the crazy thing like these red ones they're not even discolored really exactly so we we're really hot on quality control yeah we really believe in reuse recycle uh -huh. um, because why would you not use something that l looks as good as new so right let me get this right People go to school, they buy their school uniforms new. The children that then grow out of those uniforms, bring them here, come to you, you wash them out, you hang them up, and then the families that need them come and collect. What I would say is that the families that need them donate them too. Is everyone helping everyone? You know, you finish with your uniform, you drop it off and you pick up the, the next size that you need. That's how it works. I'm just so impressed with what it looks like because you've got every single uniform, as you say, from Luton, 70 whatever, 73? Yeah. All just beautifully washed and ironed and hung up. To me, this is like the Willy Wonka factory of uniform. That's how I like to describe it. There was one more place to visit, the uniform shop itself, where people came to get their clothes. On the way, I asked Jane where they'd first started out as a charity. Where were you before this? We were homeless before this. We, we did a lot of working out of my house and... Your home? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do the uniform exchange in my house, but we did do, we did everything else. Wow. We found a free location that we could trial the uniform exchange in, which was Discover Islam. And they hosted us for about a year and we realised that the project just was bigger than, yeah, than that. <laughs> you, so we spent you realised. Yeah, we spent ages looking for a venue. And I remember my first son had been born and I remember going around looking at these horrendous rat infested spaces with my chair of trustees with my young son sort of in a sling and just going where are we gonna go there's nowhere good and then I remember meeting Roy at like a business network and Roy by the way is the uh, manager of them all yeah and I and I sort of said oh this would going on and he said well why didn't you ask me oh. I'm not... and I thought well why didn't I ask because you because you probably thought it was real shops but like That's you didn't exactly realize it. I thought we'd be way it'd be way above what we could manage and afford as a small ah. charity but you know the team worked so hard to find us a place that was going to work for us and this place when we got it I mean they helped us transform it and we're so proud of this space um, oh it's just absolutely beautiful Jane like you've really kitted it out well I mean people that haven't seen it have to come and have a look you've painted your pipe in red and blue you've got your lovely shelves in beautiful colours you've got these very cool hanging Edison lights um, and all of these lights spotlights that are spotlights were donated by an, by the, a lighting design yeah, company right. um, and also can I just say just looking up above near the lights at all of your awards let's not let those go unnoticed <laughs> you've won a mission shopping award community achievement awards here volunteer awards we are very blessed to be in a community that are so supportive of what we do but you know we as I said we are the community this yeah. is the community of Luton Time to meet some more wonderful people at the Uniform Exchange. Hi, my name's Husna. I run the Uniform Exchange for Level Trust and I've been here since summer 2017. It's Husna's job to recruit the much needed volunteers, sort out the stock 
and make sure the customers receive an excellent service, as well as overseeing the donations in the beautiful shop. What I love about it is it's like an actual uniform shop. You don't feel like you're coming to a charity shop or a warehouse. You know, this is a shop, a working uniform shop. Yeah, absolutely. We wanted it to be a fun, bright place. Certainly before COVID, um, children come in. We had some deep clothes for them to play with while the parents shopped, picked out uniform. So, yeah, we definitely wanted it to feel like a shopping experience, like a high-end shopping experience. Which is brilliant because, of course, you're based in the mall. So it is a high-end shopping experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's a brilliant location. It's easy to get to if you're in town and you're already getting things. um, You know, you can pop up and see us as well and pick up uniform. It's actually really nice that you're up the top out of the way in a way. You know, there shouldn't be any stigma attached to coming to us. People from all walks of life with all different financial situations come to us. But if you were a little bit apprehensive, we are out of the way. There shouldn't be a stigma in reusing uniform. The amount of clothes that go into landfill prove the need that services like this, even if it is just to save the environment, should exist. Plus, a standard new uniform costs an absolute fortune, as Husna describes. The majority of our people come to us because they are stretched financially. Um, They are living in poverty and if we weren't here, if they weren't able to get their uniform from us, it would mean going without something else essential. Your PE kit and all your uniform costs over £200. 200? That's right, over. And that's that's an old figure. Um, You know, things like a branded blazer is around £40 or £50. The shoes are £40 or £50. A lot of high schools have like branded skirts when they don't need to be, or trousers, and then you need a few shirts tie costs about six pounds probably the cheapest item and then there's a PE kit and again all of it usually needs to be branded especially in high schools I mean that's a lot for one child but if you have more than one child you know two or three in high school a couple in primary school you're looking at thousands of pounds across the year and let's talk about how quickly kids grow because that's the issue right? absolutely yep they grow they lose things certainly you know the primary kids they're you know painting and coloring you know things get ripped they fall over we see families coming back time and time again they've ripped it they've grown out and especially with lockdown lots of families got things you know brand new ready to go to school and then you know there was a six month period where kids didn't go to school it was all this amazing uniform in great quality that was completely unworn and it no longer fitted the children oh my goodness what a waste you're right landfill is just filling absolutely yeah so we we rehome it we get we get the uniform to someone who really needs it we get it in excellent condition um, and that child can go to school without being worried about looking different from the kids without being worried we hear you know parents tell us their child is being bullied because they don't have a branded jumper or they don't have the right shoes for school and that affects attendance kids won't go in if they're going to be bullied so we make sure that kids have everything they need to go to school looking smart so they can focus on learning um, and fitting in with their peers it does start making you question the whole reason that we brand clothes though in school doesn't it in my experience at the uniform exchange we feel like things could be a lot more generic we could certainly have a school badge that is sewn onto a plain blazer the more specific an item is the harder it is for us to to kit that child out if it's got a certain color piping on the lapel and a a blazer that's been machine embroidered it's harder for us to get that very specific item however if we could get a black blazer and an iron-on badge uh, or a sew-on badge um, it means we would be able to help a lot more more families. So we agree with uniform. We think it's a great way for everyone to look smart and look the same. And it also means that, you know, you're not having to turn up in designer clothes every day. But we want uniform to be much more affordable. 
Such an important point. Why do school uniforms need to be so complicated? A sew-on badge would make things so much easier all round. Next, I met a volunteer. Denise had been volunteering for the Uniform Exchange for four years and told me about her role. Well, at the moment we're sorting the donations. Um, What we do is we look through and if the clothes are good enough, we then wash them and then we can reuse them. And if they're not good enough, they go for recycling. So you're a volunteer here. Why did you decide to do it? Well, I was made redundant and I retired and somebody came to church and explained this was starting up. And I said, well, if you can wait till the middle of August, I'd, l- I'd love to do it. So I got an interview with Husner and started in 2017, yeah. And how are you finding it? Oh, I love it, yeah. And I chose Wednesday, because when you're retired, you might not remember what days are. <laughs> so it's in the middle of the week. <laughs> so you know that, yeah, you know Wednesday's where you are. My day, I so come, it's all yeah. day on a Wednesday? Uh, for the shift, yeah. Brilliant. So what is your shift? It it varies. I mean, there's sorting, there's placing the new orders. So we go along to the stockroom and get the clothes that the people want. I've been told by Husna, by Jane, how important the volunteers are to this service. We do the ticking over stuff rather than what they're doing. So um, we'll do the washing of the clothes, you know, uh, and doing the stocking here and and keeping the uh, tally up to date online. So when people go online to look and see if we've got stock, then it's tallying correctly. But without the donations and people donating exactly. in the community and without the volunteers really this there wouldn't be a level yeah. trust so no there wouldn't but i mean but there's always room for more volunteers you know because uh, many hands make light work for instance if we get a busy day in here we can't go and do stuff in the stock room uh, and we're always needing stock taking and uh, behind the scenes work yeah so for someone living around near or around luton that wanted to volunteer how much time would they have to give up it's from 10 till 2. Not a huge amount of time, it's, if it's, you've got time. Well, it works well, yeah. So if you have some time and you're local to Luton, do please head down and offer your services. And if you haven't visited the Uniform Exchange or indeed any of the Level Trust shops at the Mall Luton, then you must go and visit their social media accounts where I've put up a video. There you can see for yourself all of the shops and all of the great work they do. Meanwhile, I left the Uniform Exchange to go and meet Rhys. Rhys is the Youth and Schools Manager for the Level Trust and ran a very different part of the project. A very fun part. Hi, Rhys. Hi. Hi. (laughs) As you can hear, I disturbed him. He was sorting out the activity equipment in the storage room. I forgot how much stuff is in here, to be honest. There's a lot of stuff in here. Oh, dear. Rhys stopped what he was doing for a minute to tell me about the work he did with the children in the holidays. One of the main programmes I run is the SMASH programme. Ah, so what is the SMASH programme? SMASH is an 8 to 12 year old holiday activity scheme. Ah, a Uh, holiday scheme. Holiday scheme which runs during the Easters uh, and also during the summer as well, barring Covid restrictions. Uh, But kind of through the pandemic, uh, we've been running uh, a kind of remote programme. So we've been sending out food packages, education resources, activities, 
kites, books. Uh, all hands on deck. All hands on deck, yeah. So that's been us for, for kind of the last 12 months. Uh, so now we're, we're very excited to uh, mm. be having face to face again, yeah. I detect a Welsh accent. <laughs> that is correct. How have you ended up in Luton doing this? So yeah, started as a youth worker uh, about 10 years ago in Wales uh, and then started kind of flitting around the country, moved up north for a little bit. Uh, worked in London as a youth worker for a while, uh, worked as a teacher during the pandemic, saw this role and I felt my call in. When the Level Trust calls, you go, right? As Rhys says, it was all hands on deck over the last year or so during Covid, but now things had settled down, he was ready to run their free smash activity camp over the course of the summer holidays with 375 disadvantaged children from the local area. I met Rhys just before the camp was about to start in July. So we've got five weeks of kind of fun activities. Uh, first week is going to be um, like a healthy lifestyle and activity week. Uh, second week is uh, going to be a safari week um, where we're going to be taking uh, about 90 children to Woburn Safari Park. Mm. We're also going to run that again. So it's going to be, that's going to be running for two weeks so for two sets of children because we know that that's um, something really popular that lots of people have asked for. We've also got a week then with Next Generation Youth Theatre. So they're going to be doing all creative arts um, and mindness and well-being. It's so. going to be cool. It sounded so cool and exactly what these children needed after everything this last few years. And what a wonderful way to end my tour of the charity, hearing about that fun time they had ahead. The only other thing I wanted to do was to bring you a service user, a person or family who had accessed the charity and who could tell you about their experience firsthand. And while there shouldn't be a stigma attached to using the Level Trust or any other charity for that matter, sadly there is, and I couldn't find anyone to put their voice onto the podcast. However, the Level Trust did send me a written account of a young man who recently came to them. The name has been changed, but they wrote that 13-year-old Dalil came into the uniform exchange on his own one day. His mum had recently had a stroke and his dad had been made redundant as a result of the pandemic. Dalil didn't have any uniform or learning equipment that he needed to start the new school term with. His family was struggling for food and living in one room in a shared accommodation. The Level Trust gave Dalil all the school uniform and a bumper pack of learning equipment that he needed for his lessons. They worked with local partners to provide hot meals to the family for a couple of weeks while his mum recovered and then referred Dalil to his school, who are now working with him to support the family's wider needs. Dalil says, You have helped me a lot. You gave me blazers, shoes and a geometry box. You gave groceries to our family. Lunch is now free at my school. Two more companies have given us groceries at home. All this is due to your contribution. Thanks so much. Now I'm very happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Luton Life. We hope you've enjoyed hearing about the amazing work the Level Trust does for the community of Luton. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe to this podcast, share with others and give us a good review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with another episode soon. But for now, take care and goodbye.